Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is that time again. The Savage Sports Pod. I'm Sam, as usual, as always, Griff here is with us uh, to break it down for y'all. Talk a little sports, talk a little college football tonight. Uh, normally, we are on uh, uh, to break it down for Wednesday. <laughs> normally, we're on Wednesday night, but it's, that's what, you know, it's Christmas time. We had to cut back tonight. NFL will be tomorrow night. Bowl season is among us, Griff. Bowl season. Tis the season for the bowls. A lot of teams backed out of the bowl games uh, and decided they was not going to play. But we're going to break some news right now real quick on the Auburn Tigers. They hired former Boise State head coach Brian Harson. And this was a stupid, stupid move, in my opinion. It was a terrible hire. Why didn't you go after Hugh Freeze? Did, did Hugh Freeze turn you down? That Auburn job, man, I don't think anybody wanted it. If we're being real, I don't think anybody wanted that Auburn job. That might be a possibility. I mean, <sighs> Cam Newton was pretty much the last time they were completely, completely relevant. So Auburn has been they, – they've had their ups and downs. Alabama is still part of the division. You still got Georgia down there, two of the – well, three of the top schools right there as it is. Texas A&M is on their way up. You still have LSU kicking in for a year or two. They're always on and off. So, I mean, for me, I, I don't know if it's the competitive side of the coach or – them trying to build their resume, but I would think of the coaches like a player, you know what I mean? They should have a competitive edge regardless of what is happening, but the fact that you still have at least Alabama, LSU, Georgia, Texas A&M to compete with, and you're going with a program that is eh, I guess you could say, that wants to show up or not show up and still competing with getting those recruits from around that area, I'm saying some of the coaches are probably scared to take that job, honestly. You know, like, they don't want to go to a program that they have to compete with as far as getting recruits to be easier to stay in a smaller division where you already know you've got a bad team. And worst case scenario, you only got a great 500 to sit there and keep your coaching job, and they think that you've done good until about two or three years down the road where they expect you to bring back a title eventually. But that's just my perspective. If I'm a coach, honestly, and I'm trying to make my way up the totem pole, I would take my chances at Auburn and take my chance at trying to steal away some of those recruits and just build up that program to where it's on a dominant scale again. But they didn't hire me, though, so. And BYU, um, I can't necessarily argue with what their coach has done. Oh, but, Boise State. Boise oh, Boise State. State, my fault. Uh, still the same thing. Boise State hasn't been too bad overall, but – yeah, they, they could have done better. They, they definitely could have done better. Well, I look at it like this. That Auburn job is too big of a job for somebody dominant, a bigger name. Not For them not to get somebody bigger, something's happening down there in the plains of Auburn. Uh, it just seems to me nobody wanted the job. That's what it seems to me. You you reached with this hire. This was not a good hire, in my opinion. You're not going after an SEC caliber coach. You didn't go after uh, a guy that's going to bring you SEC West titles. You didn't go after a guy you knew for sure was going to whoop Saban on the recruiting trail, which is what you got to do. Uh, so, yeah, bad hire, in my opinion. Um, I mean, let's be real. I would say this much. A coach is getting hired possibly because of his resume, depending on what it is. But let, let's be honest. It's still about money. It's still about politics. It's still about the boosters. It depends on who's going to necessarily kneel to them and take all their input. Let's, let's bring it back to this. We, we're going to take it out of football, but into football. Who's ever watched Netflix All-American, right? <clears throat> their coach. He had problems with the booster on the team. He, the booster wanted him to do a certain thing and he still told them no. So 
if they ain't shaking the right hands, reaching in and holding somebody else's pocket like they're supposed to be, then, you know, certain coaches are not going to be there. And if they're going to spend some cash flow, possibly some Nick saving money, they might not necessarily want to do that when they take their chances. I mean, the program's either going to go down or it's going to be built back up one or the other. So several years ago, Auburn wanted to hire Jimbo Fisher. And that's where Jimbo Fisher wanted to go coach. I think Auburn messed that up. I think they messed that up big time. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, boosters. Whose pockets are you holding? That's the same thing FSU, when when Jimbo left, that was the same issue. Jimbo was fighting with the boosters. Jimbo wanted more money for certain programs. So the boosters can make it a little more difficult for the coach to do his job. I will agree with that. Yeah. But, hey, whatever. It's their team. I'm not an Auburn fan, but I still hate to see stupid decisions. Now, if it pans out, yes, everybody's going to say Auburn was a genius for hiring Boise State's coach or whatever it is, but compete on a whole different level. The only plus that I can say about Boise State is they do have some ballers that come through there. Yeah. So he might look out and pull a couple people from there. I think they're going to lose a lot of recruits, so. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to lose a lot of recruits. And hey, bring them on, bring them on down to Tally. Speaking of Tally, let, let's go ahead and talk about Florida. Specifically, Florida. How? Gators? The Gators. I want to talk talking about Tally then because they from Gainesville. I'm talking about Florida specifically. That's why I said specifically Florida. Now, for all y'all, let, let's do a little history lesson. FSU dominant for a long time in the 90s to about early 2000s. What happened with the FSU in that process? They got caught doing some bad stuff and lost some scholarships. Miami dominant also during that point in time when played a bowl game against Ohio State and ended up losing that one. What happened with them? Ended up doing some bad stuff. NCAA caught them. Lost a couple of scholarships for several years. Now, I would throw Penn State out there also, but things was completely different. They were doing some bad things, period, in everybody's eyes, not just hiring or buying recruits. But now let's go to Florida. Florida, it might just be the state of Florida. I don't know. Don't judge me on this one, Sam. But Florida, Gators. Started building their program back up. They had a little Tebow area, era, you know what I'm saying? They got Kyle Trash right now. What happened to them? They had a winning record. And then all of a sudden, NCAA finds some stuff on them. What's happening with that? Losing scholarships, recruits. Somebody snitched. <clears throat> Somebody snitched. Because look, the we here's the thing: we all know. Everybody pays to play, right? You want the best recruits, you got to pay to play. The Gators got caught. Hand got caught in the cookie jar. Somebody snitched. I'm glad. I don't, I don't care. I'm glad somebody snitched. Because I ain't, you know, the Gators ain't about it anyway. They got caught. They got caught. I mean, honestly, it, it ain't hard to find the dirt. You mean every every Alabama recruit get some brand new Dodge Charger. They might as well have the damn Dodge dealership on campus. Yeah, they pull them in like, oh, they just won the lottery. That's all it was. We had a lottery pick and Raxi, everybody on the football team has a Dodge Charger. So, I mean, mean, everybody does it. Uh, Two years ago, a kid that had never been recruited by Georgia, ever, they never even reached out to him. Georgia ended up losing a quarterback they thought they were going to get on national signing day. And there's proof of this. There was the kid deleted all the evidence. I can't remember his name. He wakes up to a brand new jacked up truck in his front yard and commits to Georgia and has never been recruited by him before. And that's a true story. You can Google that. You can look that up. That is a factual that really happened. Sam, so while we're on this topic before we hit all the bowl games, let's go back to Reggie Bush. USC won a national championship, BCS national championship. But 
five years down the road, they decide that it gets null and void because Reggie Bush took a suit or a little bit of money or something like that. I want to say it was a suit just to go towards the Heisman part of it. And they null and voided out that BCS championship for USC. Mm -hmm. I, I get it. Like, that's one of the reasons NCAA football got canceled is because of all the money, too. It, NCAA just does it wrong, man. They, the, the whole organization's backwards. They, I don't know. It, it, you know, if, if a, a great documentary, uh, ESPN 30 for 30 on uh, ES, uh, SMU, I mean, that's go watch that. That tells you the story of the bag, man. That that's yeah. the bag man is real. Every college has got their bag man. Some got a little more than others. <clears throat> Alabama. Um, what was it? The program? Yeah, yeah. The program. the program. It exposed it, man. It's it's always some dirty going on, and the NCAA has just got to change the rules. They they've got to because one, these kids deserve to be paid something and don't give me that oh they go to college for free blah 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 they get financial aid that money ain't for free technically speaking because Them either kids. you guys still pay it back or you're going to the nfl and you don't finish your degree and you're still paying it back but it's going to cost you something at least to get a degree over an associates if you're going bachelor's or master's or anything else you're still paying out of pocket regardless a, of what financial aid you get a normal college student can go to class go to work right yeah they can do that your student athlete cannot do that. He cannot be at practice, be at meetings, go to this class, hurry up for his afternoon practice, go to this X class, have another team meeting, then have a meeting with your position groups. You can't you you can't juggle all that and then go work part time at McDonald's. You just can't get they they just I don't know NCAA's backwards. But let's let's jump into these bowl games. Real. We, right. right now, right now we'll we'll start off with a little bit of little bit of slow. We'll start it slow, right? We ain't gonna get to the meat and potatoes yet. We'll start it a little slow. So these are some of my honorable mention bowl games. You know, we've got the uh December 29th, the Alamo Bowl, Texas versus Colorado. Mm. Okay, cool. Hook them. I'm going horns. They're going to win. Which yeah, um, I got to coincide with that one. Texas is not bad enough to be playing Colorado. I, I don't care what you say. Colorado, maybe when they still had Corey Davis and his brother up there, maybe possibly if you go back about four or five more years where they actually had a good team for a while. Yes. Now? No. No. This is, this is a snub to Texas. Granted, Texas did not do a whole bunch this year, even with their quarterback. Do I see their quarterback going pro? Yeah, he's going to go pro. I see dude being going by second or third round. But this is a snub to Texas, though. Well, they lucky. They they made it some because they, they did play like crap all year. Yeah, they would have gotten anyway with everybody canceling it. Somebody just wants a team to sit there and play it, which, I mean, some of these games that you're sitting there about to point out, I mean, I, I'll tell you which ones I think were snubs one way or another, but. Yeah, Texas over Colorado. Yeah, this this is not a this is a no brainer. This is gonna be like I wouldn't be surprised if Texas hangs fifty up on them. Now here's a game that's very interesting, very very interesting game. I, I like this matchup right here: Coastal Carolina versus Hugh Freeze and Liberty in the uh, Cure Bowl, December twenty sixth. Coastal Carolina undefeated. Liberty, they've only lost one game. Liberty beat some ACC schools. They beat Virginia Tech. They almost beat NC State. Hell, they beat more ACC schools than down Florida State did. So, <laughs> I think it's going to be a great matchup, but those dudes from Coastal Carolina got a chip on their shoulder, man. When they played BYU, man, they was playing dirty football. And I like it. I like it. Ain't nobody I'm ever said football is a clean sport. No, I'm going Coastal Carolina by 10. <sighs> See, this one's a little bit hard for me. Coastal Carolina came in with the perfect record and barely missed that push. It would have taken a couple acts of God for something else to happen for them to even get a look 
a look in Coastal Carolina, probably playing, paying out the butt to get a shot at that that top six or top four, whatever you really want to call it, to be competing with Alabama and on him, which would have been bad in the first place. But I'm I, Liberty barely losing in North Carolina State, Coastal Carolina, BYU, fighting it out, right? I'm going to take liberty on this one, man. I, I got to see it. This is my underdog year. This is all I'm going to say. It's my underdog year right now. Okay. That's not a bad pick. That's not a bad pick. That's a good pick. That's a good pick. I like it. I just, I think, I think liberty, uh, they see they, that's a Christian school. They ain't, they, they ain't ready to get dirty like them Coastal Carolina boys. Mm. I'll tell you that now. Mm. All right. So we'll move on to the Cheez It Bowl. Love me some cheese. It's that white cheddar's fire. Miami Hurricanes versus the Oklahoma State Cowboys. Griff, who you got? Honestly, I think this is a good matchup. Um, Miami showed its ups and downs, and then they get destroyed by a team that FSU pretty much beat the brakes off of. And then you got Oklahoma State. <sighs> They, they just they just got finished winning against Iowa, right? Iowa State, Big Twelve Championship was it Iowa State? No, 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 no. No, Iowa State in Oklahoma beat. Yeah, okay. Well, Oklahoma State was doing other things, being up and down too. So I say this is going to be a good game, and it's been a while since my Miami's won some stuff. I mean, I'm going with the U. I ain't going to call a blowout, but I'm going with the U. I'm giving them 14. In the words of the GOAT, oh, excuse me, in the words of the GOAT League Corso, not so fast, my friend. Miami got beat down by North Carolina and exposed for the frauds that they are. And this ain't my FSU pride talking. They got the brakes beat off of them. This is Oklahoma State is going to smoke Miami. They ain't ready for what's coming. Oklahoma State by 17. Book it. Call your book it now. Oklahoma State by 17. They are going to slap Miami around. This is going to be a beat down. It's a good matchup. But after what I saw with North Carolina, yeah, Miami ain't ready. They They get blown out. So, the and Duke, by 14 still. The Duke Mayo Bowl, and I threw this in for uh for a buddy of ours that just got accepted into Wisconsin. And then hey, shout out to Big Major, graduated from uh Wake Forest. Yes, so the Demon Deacons versus the Wake uh, Wisconsin Badges. Uh Badgers are vicious, man. They some vicious, vicious creatures. But, I don't think Wake's got the talent to beat Wisconsin. So I'm going with the Badgers and and, and uh, Derek Thompson's team. They need to get rid of Derek Thompson up there. They don't need him up there. It's <laughs> going to degrade that school. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Derek. But Wake Forest, I did pull your one upset. Y'all did knock off a good school that y'all weren't supposed to. Y'all, y'all dominated them. But I'm, I'm going to have to refer and go with the Big Ten. It's just how I got to be. I, I got to go Badgers because I'm still thinking about them beginning of the year. I'm still thinking about the fight they put up with Northwestern. Northwestern, yes, y'all are coming up. We got y'all on here. Don't worry about that one. And I'm thinking about how they started to give Ohio State a run for the money, too, with Northwestern. So with that being said, Badgers all day. I'm, I'm giving them about 30 regardless of what they have at quarterback. Wisconsin all day long. And speaking of Northwestern, we'll jump right up into the Citrus Bowl. Auburn Tigers versus Northwestern. What's the difference between a Citrus Bowl and an Orange Bowl? Oranges are citrus fruit. Citrus is orange. I mean, it's it's like lemon in there. Like I said, what's the difference? 
Hey, man, they just named these bowls. I don't know. We got the Duke Mayo Bowl. I don't even know what the hell that hey, is. Hey, speaking of anybody watching, I'm sorry to throw a sidetrack. Does anybody, has anybody figured out why Alabama Crimson Tide has an elephant for a mascot? Anybody? Is any, anybody watching? Can somebody tell me that? If y'all do, just type it in there, and we'll, we'll look at it right there. But, all right, go ahead and hit Northwestern Auburn, man. What you got? Auburn making mistakes anyway. So – you fired your coach. Kevin Steele's going to be your intern through the bowl. You hired some nobody from Boise State. You're probably losing recruits like crazy. Northwestern 35, Auburn 17. Mm. Put it in your books. Mm. So I'm going to throw one stat out at you. Northwestern is going to embarrass the SCC on January 1st. Yes, they will. Yes, they will. I'm going Northwestern. This is the other part I'm going to say. Northwestern got snubbed. Don't really care what anyone says. They got snubbed on this to have to play Auburn. Why? That's a good game. Which nah. you, think they, you think they should have been in a New Year's Six game? I'm not going to necessarily say the New Year's Six, but I will that's, say that's if any stop, you can go. All right, you know what? I would say this much. If you were going to give them any team that was going to be out of SEC, you should have at least gave them Texas A&M. Okay. That's my opinion on that one. I say this specifically because how powerful is Auburn's offense? (laughs) (laughs) You just seen it too, huh? Auburn's offense is half-ass decent, uh, but they're not yeah, I, without Gus, they're going to be lost. All right, so fine. Let's go with this one then. Northwestern, right? They were, probably still are, ranked number one in rush defense, correct? Yeah. All right, so let's go another stat. Even if we take away, let's say, three games from them, these dudes are ranked number five in points against. And that's on the top scale of it. Not number five like from the bottom, but number five with points against. You're going to send a mediocre offense against them? I'm going Northwestern. I'm going to stick Big Ten. I'm rolling Big Ten right now. That's how I'm going. I'm rolling Northwestern, too. What's Uh, this one? Roll Tide Sports. Uh, Jonathan Clark, let me see what you got for us. That's something you got to look up and read. Oh, man. I ain't got time for all that. Probably not. Probably not. Hey, Chris Sherman, since you trolling on us and everything besides the herd of elephants fans part of it, why don't you see what that one is for us and get back to us, or at least a little rough draft on it. But enough about Auburn sucking and them hiring a new coach, having an intern, and possibly getting destroyed by Northwestern and the Big Ten actually getting a little bit more clout than the SEC, hopefully, next year. Well, we got a, here's our next matchup, another Big Ten versus SEC Match up Lane Kiffin and his high scoring offense going up against Indiana in the Outback Bowl. Hmm. Hmm. Indiana's, I hate to say it, but Old Miss is about to wax that rear end. The Rebels are going to win this one and win it easily. Number 11 versus a no rank. They ain't got the quarterback. True. But it hasn't necessarily stopped them either yet. They, well, Yeah, but they ain't played nobody. But Ohio State. Well, if you know we can make this argument all day, these Big Ten teams have not played any football hardly. True, true. Chris, thank you for that. And that is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. In case anybody's wondering what we're reading, if y'all can't already see that one. Alabama lineman is red elephants, the color referring to the crimson jersey. Okay. I still don't get it, but all right. All right, I'm gonna skip that because I, I don't I don't know what to say. <laughs> all right. Regardless of what happens, Ole Miss high scoring offense, yes, Indiana's been playing high scoring offenses all year long, and they've still been competing with them. 
They did lose the quarterback. Who they played this high scoring? Ohio State, that's it, man. You better stop True. this Big Ten trash. Why, oh, I swear, Griff, Indiana ain't played nobody but Ohio State, and they lost that game, and they ain't got their quarterback. Be real. Get that Big Ten favoritism out of here. Ole Miss going to win this ball game. Indiana. You going Indiana? Indiana. By how much? 17. I'm going to go your number on this one. Indiana by 17. Put it in the paper. Does the Marines still drug test? Did they just stop drug testing? Uh, Only for certain things. I want this man drug tested immediately. I ordered a special for LSD and all that other stuff, but no. <laughs> but no, I'm going 17 with Indiana. I mean, it's just, I, I eh, let's just say I'm not a favor of Old Miss, not to hate on them because they do show up when they want to show up. I'm not going to disagree with that one. I've seen them play some hard-nosed football. I've seen them literally have some shut-out lights cold, like nobody doing nothing defenses before. So it's not a snub against Ole Miss. I'm just saying I do not expect less from the Big Ten to go out there and show out because of the snubs that they technically have got for the shortened season because they still have something to prove versus Ole Miss and all them. This is this is my point of view. If you're going to tell I, me – I as can a respect Yeah. If, if you're going to say as a competitor or somebody that likes sports or even play football, basketball, baseball, whatever, if you're going to tell me if I'm going against somebody one-on-one – and that person tells me he's better than me, put it up. Let's go. Prove it. That's the way I look at it. I respect it. I respect it. So moving on from those games, now we're going to move into a little bit more of the entree, uh, what they call the New Year's Six Bowls. These are bowls that a lot of teams, if you ain't making it to the playoffs, this is – this is your bigger money bowl games that you get paid to come play at. Uh, we'll start it off. Gets paid to go play at. That's right. We will start it off December 30th. Boomer Sooner, Oklahoma, Big 12 champs versus the Florida Gators. Who you got, Griff? <sighs> Well, first off, let's go. Let's let's speak on Kyle Trask. He's up for that Heisman. He ain't gonna get it, but he's up for that Heisman. He will get a lot of recognition for a lead in the NCAA in passing yards with like four thousand or something, being number one. But we talked on Florida. They lost a whole bunch of scholarships. Oklahoma, they got their. That don't affect them now, though. Exactly my point. Exactly my point. So, Oklahoma, y'all lost to Kansas State. Mm. <laughs> and y'all should still won the be, They shouldn't even get to go to a bowl game just for that. <laughs> but, and y'all are still ranked number seven. Well, number six versus number seven. Both of these teams, what, eight and two-ish? Three. Eight and Florida's three? Got, Florida's got three losses. Okay. Now, I disagree with them being ranked that high point blank. Both of, both teams. That's just my opinion. But I'm not making the bowl pick them. That's not how this works. Florida, on the other hand, they're going to win it because they ain't got nothing to lose right now this year. And the next three to four years is probably going to be rough depending on what the NCAA levies on them as far as restrictions on their scholarships. So here's here's what I'm going to go with this. We don't exactly know what the NCAA is about to do because all this just broke today with this damn mulling and this recruiting stuff. Yep. Are certain players he has right now going to have to sit the bench? Are that they not be eligible for this bowl game? So we had the Cotton Bowl, Texas, Oklahoma's used to play in there. We don't know what Gators could be playing, could not be playing. I'm going Boomer sooner, baby. Because mm. I would never pick the Florida Gators. I ain't got time for that trash-ass Gainesville 
Florida Gaines, you drive through Gaines, what smells like garbage. Swamp. Swamp. <laughs> smells like mullets and jorts. All right. You bring up a valid Boom point depending on, Boom depending on who, who Florida has planned. They might hit them with like Ohio State that year with Terrell Pryor and all them making them sell out a couple games or whatever else. That could be a possibility. But if they're still trying to get their money, they ain't going to have nobody sitting because they don't want as many fans as possible, especially with COVID going on. They're going to want as many players as possible, as many people tuning in. So I don't see Florida sitting anyone. Well, they may have to, though. NCAA may say, hey, we know you paid this player. He can't play now. Possibly. Or whatever the – I haven't seen them. Man, I've been so busy today. I've been running all over the place today. I don't even – I ain't worked, and I'm still busy as hell. But I haven't really read the story. I just know what I've seen uh, a little bit of. I'm going to give you this one real quick just because this is what I got to say. Florida Gators suck. I think they're going to win this one. NCAA has eight days to put out the ruling before this game starts. So, yes, Brent Mullins, I said it. Florida Gators suck. Dolphins are all tomorrow. Brent, Brent Mullins said fans up. So, hey, we ain't talking about the NFL. We talk about them tomorrow. But, hey, fans up, baby. They suck. They're doing big things. They suck, too, because they ain't got Fitzpatrick in there. <laughs> now, the Peach Bowl. This is what I've been waiting to get to for you. Georgia. This whole game or this whole show. Because Georgia. <laughs> Georgia will be playing your team. You've been they need to be in the playoffs. They need to be in the playoffs. Cincinnati. Yes, sir. First Georgia. Yes, sir. Here's, you want me to go first and then you go go next. Or you want to take it first. Go ahead, sir. Take your time. Take your time. <laughs> Brent Mullins. Brent Mullins, I know you was about to go ahead on that Gators comment. That's exactly why I said it since day one, since as long as I know you, man, you've been a Florida Gators fan. Is is what it is. But oh he's he's a Florida Gator fan. Oh yes, he is. Uh Vanessa, I need you to ban Brent Mullins. We cannot have that type of people. Uh, associated with this podcast we can't have them in here uh we need to red flag him ban him and find him make him pay us just for being a gator fan i got one more for you too though joseph stone if you're still watching i know you on here too he is a dolphins fan and possibly a florida gators fan also we need to ban him too <laughs> but no back to georgia since so griff has been beating this cincinnati drum all year they need to be in the playoffs need to be in the playoffs well here's the thing now it's your chance to show me cincinnati beat the bulldogs who are pretty daggum foot good football team right now yeah, I, no, no, let's be real. Georgia's playing lights out ball right now. Cincinnati, welcome to real world. Welcome to the big boys. Welcome to the dance. But you're going to get walked out of the Georgia Dome. 49-13. Dogs. Ooh. Get them. Get them. Uh, that's a bold prediction there, Cotton. <laughs> yes, I, I, I've been ragging on Cincinnati. I, I've been going with them. I've, I'm rooting for Cincinnati. I like Georgia. You got the number eight versus the number nine. You got a perfect record versus an in perfect record. Bulldogs are the Bulldogs. They miraculously always show up, whether it's knocking off Auburn, which – that's like a hit or miss. That's like a one for one. They like to trade out or knocking off Florida. Since that rivalry is just something nasty for no reason. <laughs> it's, it's got a little bit of history right there. But Cincinnati, hey, y'all showed up. Y'all got snubbed. Weaker conference. But that snub ain't going to mean nothing if y'all don't get in there and prove it. Now, if you get the brakes beat off of you, that snub ain't no snub. That just shows that y'all don't belong. Show. Show what it is. Like Louisville. Show them what it is. 
Cincinnati is going to beat Georgia. Let's go 34-24. You say 10 points. 10. 10. 10. 10. 10. Okay. Well, we'll move on to this next one in the Fiesta Bowl. A team I think doesn't deserve to be there. Oregon. Nope. The Pac-12 Conference Champions versus Iowa State. I'm going to make this simple. Iowa State's going to win. Oregon's a joke. They ain't about that life. They ain't got a good ball team. Pac-12's, Pac-12's weak. Iowa State by 21. This is what the biggest bowl that Iowa State's been in in years? Yep. Hmm. Oregon's not necessarily a stranger to any of these high bowls, at least not for a couple of years. They haven't. I mean, that was like that Chip Kelly era, though. Mm, giant killers, baby. Hey, a, a duck don't want to fly in a cyclone. That's all I got to say. <laughs> so, yeah, Iowa State. Mm, yeah, Iowa State. I, I don't. I don't have a point. I'm. I'm just gonna go with the ranking. Iowa State number ten, Oregon number twenty two. So I'm gonna give them twelve points. That's my. That's my goal. At least by twelve, Iowa State. Okay. Okay. And this final game, this will end what they call the New Year's six games, and then we'll move move into the meat and potatoes of the podcast. So January second, Orange Bowl. The team I feel got snubbed, the Texas A&M Aggies, who should be playing in the playoffs versus a team I like right now because they beat the dog piss out of Miami, the North Carolina Tar Heels. SEC, ACC, big matchup. Jimbo Fisher knows how to win big games. It's easy. You want to go ahead and just say it for both of us. Just go ahead, man. I ain't even going to touch this one. North Carolina, they don't. Yeah. No, this Aggie, is the answer. Aggie's, Aggies yeah. going to win this. Jimbo is going to win this. Yeah, that's an insult to yeah, Jimbo, I, I, I still hate you, Jimbo, just so you know I still <laughs> hate you. So I don't even think. I got yeah, kiss my ass, Jimbo. Now let's get to these playoffs. This is what everybody wants to talk about right here, right now. We're going to start it off with the easiest one. Rose Bowl. Alabama. Notre Dame. (laughs) This is not a very hard game to pick. We saw what Clemson did to Notre Dame in the ACC championship. Notre Dame does not belong in in this playoffs. We're going to prove to the world they don't belong because Alabama is going to walk the dog on them. The tide's going to beat them 56 to 10. Ooh. Roll you know tide. what? Roll tide, roll. But honestly, just because I like to be controversial, I would honestly say Notre Dame should win this one, but – I cannot do it, all right? They got Devontae Smith, the receiver, right? Even after Waddle went down. Dude wasn't the number one receiver. He was number two receiver at this point in time. But tell me how old boy is number one in the NCAA right now with 1,500 receiving yards. Then you got Mac Jones, who I think might slightly be a little bit overrated considering what he is working with. Second in passing, 3,700. Oh, don't worry. This is all me saying. This is all me. This is what I do. This is what I do. And then with that combination alone, they are ranked fifth in the NCAA in passing yards per game, throwing up 354 yards a game. In total yards, 543. 
So, I mean, regardless of what's going to happen on this, if Notre Dame is not bringing a defense that is at least focused on shutting down Devontae Smith and getting some pressure on Mac Jones, they don't have a shot in the world. They might as well be trying to find a needle in a haystack while there is no moonlight, no sunlight, no nothing. They might as well be blind trying to find that. And even if they manage, manage possibly to at least shut down one of those two, they still got Najee Harris. Dude's third in the NCAA with 1,200 yards. So I, I don't, I don't see, I don't see the Fighting Irish fighting at all on this one. They might as well go in the bar and go drink. <laughs> Man, it took a long time just for you to say Alabama's gonna win this game. I gotta go wash my mouth out with soap after that one. You was trying to, you was trying to convince yourself it wasn't gonna happen. What, what you were doing? Yeah. <laughs> yes, now, I was. Yes, I was. Final, the final playoff game. Who will Alabama play for the Natty? Easy. Sugar Bowl. The Big Easy. Nolans. Clemson easy. Tigers versus the Ohio State Buckeyes. Another team that does not deserve to be in the playoffs. Go ahead, Griff. I'm going to let you take this. All right. Since how you brought it up, I already know. I already know. Record, record, record. Now, on the same note, we aren't the only ones that sit there and spoke about it. Am I happy the Buckeyes are in there? Sure, I um, I got it. Texas AM would have been the other runner up point blank, which you would have put two SEC teams versus two ACC teams. It could happen. It, it, it could happen. Now, Politics, money, and what people want to see. Notre Dame got smacked in the mouth pretty much by Clemson, and they're going to get smacked in the mouth by Alabama. So let's go talk about Dabo. Everybody putting their ballots, all the coaches did, whether it was their assistant or where, whether it was them. Dabo apparently was the only one, only one that ranked Ohio State technically out of that top four. When I say he ranked them out at top four so bad, he put them down to number 11. Behind Cincy, behind Georgia, A&M, Oklahoma, like even Indiana was above them. Now, am I going to argue with his points? Not necessarily. But am I going to argue the fact that if any team was to give them a run for the money or make them sit there and have to work with it? It would be Ohio State, especially with a full team. You're going to have two Heisman candidates going head to head. Technically, I would say one great running back versus a decent running back that fits the system. But you're going to have some high profile receivers with Ohio State. This game is going to be a shootout, in my opinion. If Clemson did not want to play anybody, I would honestly say it would be Ohio State. Alabama, they're not worried about. They've had Alabama's number for years right now. So this is Clemson's worst-case scenario. I'll tell you who my pick is in a minute. Go ahead, Sam. I'm, I'm done with my rant. You go ahead. <laughs> Get to your pick. Get to your pick. All right, fine. Ohio State throws up 275 yards rushing. Clemson only allows 98.9 a game. They're second in total sacks. As a Buckeye fan, go Bucks, go! <laughs> Tigers don't like vegetables. They run from that. <laughs> so yes, Buckeyes, they will win. I'm gonna at least give them seven. More than likely, it's gonna be about like three points. So you go on Buckeyes. Yep, I think Sunshine's going to have his first actual loss. Well, let me break this down for you. Clemson and Ohio State has met four times. You know how many times Ohio State's beat Clemson? Zero. Never beat the Tigers. They have never, ever beat the Tigers, and it ain't going to stop now. Mm. 
Last time these teams met, 2016, the largest margin of victory, Clemson 31, Ohio State nothing. Who was his quarterback that year? They I still had Zeke. That don't matter. Wait, did they have Zeke then? At the end of the day, you can't stop sunshine. Yeah, you can. You throw a cloud over top of his head. <laughs> them, uh, golden, them golden lights just shine like an angel. So what are you giving? Is going to show the world why Ohio State does not deserve this playoff spot. Okay, so Clemson. what happens if USC goes in and knocks off Texas A&M? Clemson is going to hang. 40 plus on Ohio State. They're going to be in by 40 plus or just hang 40 on them? They're going to hang 40 plus on them. Justin Fields is a good quarterback. But guess what? Brent Venables is one of the best defensive coordinators in the game. He's going to make those halftime adjustments. Dabo Swinney, as much as I dislike him, he's the good CEO because that's all he does. He lets his coaches coach. He comes in and corrects things when he needs to. Clemson will hang 40-plus on Ohio State and embarrass them out of that stadium. I disagree with National that National championship game will be Clemson-Alabama. You're going to eat them words? No. You're going to eat them? be sour grapes? It's going to be no. sour grapes. Ohio Clemson. State? Hey. All day. Hey, go, go do what y'all got to do out there. Okay, Buckeyes, let's go do what y'all got to go do. Put Clemson in the rightful place. And then go beat the brakes off of Alabama. Now, let's, let's hit back on Dabo and your topic real quick. Texas A&M is pretty much the other candidate that supposedly should be in place of Ohio State. Yes. Um, Oklahoma, there's no way in the world. They put votes up for Florida. Don't see that happening whatsoever. Um, look, look the, no matter who plays in, in the playoffs, it was always going to be Alabama-Clemson for the national title. But I'm just saying Ohio State don't belong there, and Clemson's going to prove to the world why they don't. Clemson's going to prove why you play six meaningless games and squeak you into the playoffs. They're going to embarrass them. They're going to bear some boys. See, so I'm going to laugh. Sunshine might throw for 500 yards. See, I'm going to laugh. Well, that's the downside of Ohio State. I can't lie about that with their secondary. If their secondary is actually gelling this game or actually getting some pressure on Sunshine, it might make a little bit of a difference. They do have some good pressure on that defensive front. It's that secondary that is slightly suspect. Now, I will want an apology, though. At the end of this bowl season, when you see all these Big Ten teams that you sitting here downgrading, and they come out and win, and the schedule ain't gonna mean nothing, but it was five games or six games, whatever else, I'm pretty sure you're gonna have an argument with me, like, well, they were fresh still. So, <laughs> Bow degrees. Ray Johnson, you're banned. Bam is not winning at all. He's Ray, Ray Johnson is facts. Ohio State is going to get killed. Babe, Ben Ray Johnson and Ben Sam. <laughs> and we'll take Bowden. <laughs> Bowden agrees with me. He agrees with me. He's confused too right now. No, he agrees. He knows what's up. <laughs> Overall, I expect it to be a good game, though, honestly. I mean, I'm rooting for my Buckeyes, but Sunshine is Sunshine, but I'm rooting for my Buckeyes. I expect it to be a good game. I can't argue with that one. Alabama destroys Notre Dame. That's a given. Like, a couple of the games, like, yes, everybody, if you're wondering, I will be watching the Cincinnati-Georgia game for sure. Don't care about Florida and Oklahoma, per se. Iowa State and Oregon, I'll look at halftime and see what's happening. Um... Indiana Ole Miss, I'm pretty sure Sam's probably going to be watching that one. <laughs> and Auburn and Northwestern. Y'all heard the picks. If y'all want, we still got a little bit of time. So, hey, 
stand by. I will definitely post this up on our Facebook page. Um, the games that we do have, y'all go through there and let us know y'all's picks. And we'll figure out something what we can do for y'all. At least give y'all definitely a shout out. At least um, possibly maybe get y'all on here on the show and tell us what made you choose those personnel that y'all picked to win those games. But it's up to y'all. If you don't pick, you don't get nothing. I can't give you spreads. I can't give you like on the money side of it. Just know some of these games are going to be complete blowouts. Mainly Clemson blowing Ohio State out. Mm. They're going to blow the bag out. They're going to blow them out. <laughs> Everybody, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate y'all as usual. Uh, so uh, we had a good time with this show tonight. I've been fangirling just, just, just why I'm so excited. Uh, Carlos Williams followed me on Twitter. I'm working on possibly getting him <laughs> on the, uh, on the podcast. Carlos, if you're watching this, you are top five, one of my favorite knows that kickoff return against Miami. Oh my God. Or the, the kickoff return against Auburn and Carlos didn't even have the ball and Kermit Whitfield returned that returned the touchdown a hundred yards, uh, got Florida state back in the game for the natty over Auburn and Carlos Williams is a big dude. And he was right. Whitfield's ass. He was on Whitfield like nothing. He probably could have smoked Whitfield out if he wasn't looking for somebody to block. But Carlos, I hope you're watching this. You my you one of my favorites. I love that dude. He he was a hitter, a hitter. He played Man. defense and offense. And and uh, Nick Saban wanted him to come to Alabama, and he said no because I'm gonna beat you for a national championship. And then Nick Saban got scared and kicked a 62 yard field goal, knowing. They can't even make a 10-yard field goal. <laughs> Nick Saban in the back of his mind when he called that place said, wait, we can't beat Auburn. I'm going to have to face Carlos Williams in the natty. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Kick a field goal, 62 yards, let Auburn win this one. We don't want that smoke. But I am. I'm fangirling. I'm fangirling big time. I, yeah, Carlos Williams was my top five players. I had to brag about that. He followed me on Twitter, and I and I was I was driving when I got the notification that he followed almost damn wreck. <laughs> hey, you gotta be careful about that. Did you do one of these? Like, did you do that? I just I said, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, definitely if you follow in, definitely hit us up. Um, Definitely try to get some more people on here for y'all. I mean, you know, we might have like a repeat here and there every once in a blue moon, depending on how y'all feel about it. But, hey, it's what the fans like, but we still going to do us. Hey, if you're on the show, just understand it is savage sports. So we might be just a little bit savage, but we're going to pick your brain, though. True, true. But, again, guys, thanks for tuning in, everybody, for watching. Uh, we are working to get special guests on the show. You know, it, it, these things take time. It, it takes building relationships. And uh, uh, we, we're getting there. We're getting there. I know we're, we're not just a basic, strict Florida State podcast. We have, uh, we've had guys from Wake Forest on major. Uh, Speaking of Wake Forest right now, yeah, somebody showed up all late. You yes. see where the family love is at, right? Yeah, he shows up. After we said Wisconsin was going to beat that demon deacon, but he going to show up. Uh, you know, it's even worse than this. My dad is even watching this right now, and he don't even like football. Where does prime time rank? Ray, you talking? Ooh. In NFL? Nah, he's talking about FSU. Is your fan? And, and you saying he's one of your top five? So it's where it's prime time rank. That's what he wants to know. Oh, if you're just talking about it, my Florida State top five. <laughs> Then uh, Deion Sanders is my all-time favorite player to ever come out of. What about Ramsey? Ramsey's number two. What about Chris Winkie? He's top ten. What about Warwick Dunn? Warwick Dunn's in the top five. Peter Warwick. Top five. Alvin Cook. I'm gonna have to readjust my top five. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even bring Jamison into the picture yet. <laughs> Jameis is top team. People, what people don't realize is, is during that 2013 national title run, Jameis was a key to that team winning. But 
Jameis was surrounded by some of the most talented guys you could get. Devontae Freeman, James Wilder, Carlos Williams, uh, Rashad Green, uh, that defense, Telvin Smith, Jalen Ramsey, Derwin James, uh, 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 Ronald Darby. Uh, okay. That that defense was probably the nastiest defense. I would rank that defense over the 92 Knowles, which had Derrick Brooks and, and others. That defense was nasty. Speaking of which, Derrick Brooks right there. I'm well, saying Major Griffey would have gave all of them a run for the money. That's all I'm going to say. Hey, Major had to – he had to go up against <laughs> Derrick Brooks and them at one point in time. He's, he's just glad he was on the defensive side of the ball and didn't have to hit him. I did like that old William Floyd, old bar none story he told us. But oh, Major, said, Major said he almost had CTE after getting hit by, by William Floyd. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and don't forget, don't think I don't remember that y'all. Yes, Kelvin Benjamin, there you go. Nope, got you again. Hey, definitely a full space of FSU. Everybody has their favorites. Even sports announcers have their favorites. That's like LeBron James and everything. Facebook hates me. Yes, it I does. I was going in hard on Major. And Kel like Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah, you know, Kelvin Benjamin, he's just top 10 for FSU, but he was a bust in the NFL. After yeah. his second year, he was a bust, yes. Yeah, he was a bust. Yeah. Yeah, he caused me some fantasy stuff too, but I ain't gonna touch that right now. That's tomorrow. But, but hey. he did catch the game winning touchdown against Auburn in the Natty. So that's true. all that True. Kelvin Benjamin's top 20. He, he's not top 10 worthy in my Florida State greats list. Yep. Well, definitely, hey, everybody hit us up. We're not just two schools, we do. All college schools, regardless. We're going to keep it real on that part of We do all NFL. If you just want your specific team, then you got to go somewhere else. But your specific team ain't going to give you everything that we give y'all. So, Exactly. But if you know if you know former players, and we don't care if they went pro, we don't care if they went to the CFL. I mean, we want to hear about those experiences and so other people can hear about them. So if you know former players, get them in touch with us. It, 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 I don't care where they went to school. As long as they a college athlete and possibly went to the NFL and they played on the practice squad. Well, hell, I don't know what that's like. Yeah, that's Tebow. So let, let us know. <laughs> I like how you just went right past that one. <laughs> Definitely. But, hey, everybody, thanks for tuning in tonight. No, Kelvin Benjamin didn't have no work after that dude put on some weight. He was almost like Alabama's old Eddie Lacy, if not. Uh, but tomorrow night, we will have our NFL episode, uh, just so everybody remembers the reason we're on tonight uh, is because it is going to be Christmas Eve, uh, and we didn't want to, you know, everybody's going to be doing their thing with family, so we pushed uh, college back to tonight. NFL will be tomorrow night, and then we'll hit that Sunday uh, recap. Uh on Sunday, as yep. and then next week we're gonna have to do a new schedule as well. We're gonna be on a little bit of different times. We'll discuss that next Sunday, though. Yep, yep. Everybody that's traveling, hey, y'all be safe. If you listen to it on Spotify, just know that it's coming. We'll get it out. If not tonight, tomorrow morning, you'll have something to hit that road with. So y'all got that long trip to go see the family. If you got iPhones, we on iTunes. If give us five stars, don't be don't be greedy. And uh, if you don't have iTunes and you got Spotify, we are all on Spotify. Uh, we appreciate those listens. And while you're sitting around having Christmas dinner with your families and they like football, say, hey, I know two cats love some football and they love talking about it. And uh, y'all turn them on to us. Yeah, we're easy on the eyes and stuff too, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, nope, so you can, nope, get, you can get us on them YouTube with it. <laughs> Come to Chicago. I already been to, I already been to Chicago, Hector. I was in state. I stationed in Great Lakes, or as I call mm. it, Great Mistakes. Mm. Unless you're gonna give us Matt Forte, I ain't coming to Chicago. Yeah, I'll probably come to Chicago anyway. Then you gotta visit family vacation. <laughs> <laughs>
Trubisky's in Chicago. I don't want nothing to do with Chicago. Good point. I retract my last statement. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, guys. We will be here tomorrow night to talk about Chicago and to talk about the fins up. And talk about the Browns possibly, possibly taking over the top spot in the AFC. Yep. yep. In their division, that is, because Kansas City got that top, top spot. But, hey, until then, hey, we'll see y'all tomorrow. And, yeah, we'll talk about the Bears. Gotta. Gotta. And we'll, we'll definitely hit up a little bit of the NFC East, just for y'all to know. Some Dallas, some Washington, the Giants are pretty much falling out that picture, and it looks like it's going to come down to the wire, which this is what I like about the NFL occasionally. It comes down to the wire. College is a little bit different. It's more money in the politics. That's true. That's true. But until then, we will see you guys tomorrow night. Everybody be safe and have a good night. Peace. Live stream is stopped.